Hello, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back. My name is John Ali, and you are tuning in to a brand new episode of On Track. This week, I'm sharing my interview with the lovely Leon Else, which we recorded back in March, you know, pre-pandemic. He's an artist I've had on my radar for a few years now. We're going to dive into his challenging upbringing, his openness about mental health, his dancing career, the advice Kate Hudson gave him. Yes, that Kate Hudson. Music and all the things he's been working on. Let's get on track, shall we? This is On Track. I am John Lee, and today we are talking with the wonderful Lee Handsome. Great to look at, talented singer-songwriter, mental health awareness yes, mastero, yes. Leon Els. Hello. Hi, how Hi. are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've got a bit of a stomachache this morning. <laughs> I had this MCT oil, and I normally have it, but I had this bulletproof one, so it's kind of like upset my stomach a little bit. So oh, no. Is here. But otherwise, good. Otherwise, I'm good. Aside I'm from really the stomach good. issues. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Apart from that, I'm good. Yes, yes. How's, how's everything been going? How, how's LA treating you right now? LA's good. Um, I, I love being here. Um, I feel like I found myself here. Mm. So it kind of feels like home, like real home. Yeah. Like England never felt, felt like truly home to me because obviously I was in the closet and I kind of lived an isolated kind of life. Um, so... Yeah, I, I love LA. I feel like LA. How long have you been here now? Four and a half years. Four years. I get it wrong every time. But yeah. It's around that kind of thing. Yeah, it's about four and a half years, five years, yeah. I mean, it flies by, I'm sure. You're oh my God, it, like, it like flies nothing. by. It's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. You feel like, oh my God, like another year's gone. You just feel like, fuck, where's the time going? Like, <laughs> shit, man. So, yeah. But LA is mostly like work for you, right? Or do you have lots of friends here? And oh, like- since I like came out. Like I, my like my social life is amazing. I oh. couldn't ask for a better group of friends. Um, I actually feel like I'm one of the lucky ones mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people I speak to in LA feel quite lonely. Feel like they haven't connected with people. Feel like they're not, you know, have that group of friends. Um, and I'm like, shit, I I have that. Like, I'm I'm lucky. No, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's what, um, it's that's really important. If you find like a, like a family for yourself, yeah, and where you're living, especially since you're not from here, it's yeah. not always easy to do. So that's yeah. nice. But uh, I mean, in London, yeah, like you've talked about this plenty of times. When you grew up in London, you weren't necessarily living a happy mm-hmm. life. You weren't in the greatest of situations. Mm-hmm. But you navigated through it with just expressing yourself through dance. Yeah. And were you songwriting then as well? Yeah, I've been songwriting since I was like 12 years old. Okay. Like shitty little songs. Yeah. No music, just singing (laughs) into a tape recorder or something and trying to record myself. Do you remember anything from those days? Like any like specific melody or like Yeah, I remember the first song I ever wrote called My Daydreaming Girl. (laughs) And don't ask me to sing it because I am not singing it. <laughs> My daydreaming girl. <laughs> Clearly in denial, but yeah. um, that's what I did. I used to, yeah, I, I started writing around that. Yeah. Amazing. But uh, I mean, did, did you find that for yourself? Did anyone in your life encourage to, for you to explore dance, for you to explore the creative side of yourself? Family-wise, no. Yeah. It was my drive and my okay. need mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I also feel like maybe, I think something I understand now 
through going a lot of personal growth, I feel like I liked the attention because I never got attention. Okay. So if I could be the best at something, people love you. They want to shower you in compliments. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. hang around with you. They will... So you feel that sense of someone likes me, someone wants me because I didn't really get that. But no one encouraged me in my family. But I feel like when I got to dance school, when I got to drama, when I got into music class, the teachers... I don't know. They they understood you. They understood me, and they they spurred me on. That's good. Yeah, I, I actually find that common. I I feel with a lot of queer people, their ne- home isn't necessarily the space where they can explore that. So it's mm. like you're kind of shielding yourself from letting you be, be your true self around yeah. Yeah. your family. So you find that outside of home. Yeah, and at school, if you find a teacher that sees what you're doing, likes and understands you. I feel like that's a common thread. Yeah, I feel like I'm one of the luckier ones yeah. again. You know, I mean, I went through a really traumatic childhood, but still I was lucky to have that respite, I guess, at school. Yeah. Um, even though I was really badly behaved at school, mm-hmm. um, I was, I found solace in the arts. And because the teachers saw potential, I don't know what, you know, um, it was a place that I was encouraged. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't because sometimes when you have traumatic childhoods, a lot of people just go into themselves mm-hmm. or they don't find yeah. arts. Maybe they're not into arts. I don't know. And I think in the school system, you're taught that all you need is science, math, English, when actually your talent could be... It's such an old system. No, yeah. The system's it's very traditional. The very traditional. And I think we're getting to a point now where you don't need to be... Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to know what fucking Pythagoras theorem is. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, this ain't going to fucking I, serve yeah, me. What do you, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it, it's bullshit. I've never used it. And it's like, they need to start pushing children to find what they love to do. Yes. And then you can find a career in that. Because yeah. you can be successful in everything. Yeah, you can. And and I, that, it's really just embracing that. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people don't get to have early on, is realizing that this is something you're allowed to focus on, and you should just keep working on that. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like, you know, when I have children, that'd be what I... Yeah. focus on is like find what you love yeah that's the most important thing try everything out and when you find it you go for it yeah you know, so then when did the when did you truly start indulging in like i want to pursue music like when what did it was there like a moment that clicked for you yeah i because there wasn't really any way to there was no school that you could go to that was like i'll teach you how to become a pop star yes you know so i my option was dance school mm-hmm. i was kind of like billy elliott I was like this big tall guy. It's such a good movie. I was like this big <laughs> tall guy having to learn ballet with these little girls because I had to play catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I caught up quick. My dance teacher made me go to audition for all these schools in London. And I was thinking I wouldn't even get into one. Uh-huh. But then I managed to get in every single one, scholarships to every wow. single one. I was like dumbfounded. Yeah. Um, and I was out of that home quicker than you could say, get out. You know, like <laughs> I was done. You're like, see, my bags are already packed. <laughs> 15 I was out of there and I didn't look back at all um and so I had a I finished dance I got expelled from my first dance school oh wow because again I was I had an attitude problem I was one of them kids who'd be like don't fucking talk to me <laughs> teacher says something I answer back I always had to have the last word you know but then I left school and I had a good dance career I was in the west end um I was in nine the movie and it's when I was in nine the movie that I kind of just realized you know because it's such a small cast and we got to work so closely with like Nicole Kidman, uh, Kate Hudson. Fer- was it Fergie? That one? Fergie was in that one, yeah. yeah. Um, you saw her perform, be a time, you're like, yeah, I want to do that. 
know what? It's actually we, we were with um, Kate Hudson in. Um, she's she's amazing, amazing Italiano. Italiano. Really. Yeah. And she would play the piano after rehearsal. I didn't realise how musical she was. And yeah. I don't think maybe many people do realise how musical she was. She's definitely underappreciated in that section of her talent. And I said to her, and I, we were talking about me, I said, I write music. And she was like, you should pursue it. And I was like, yeah, I should. And I thought, you know, fuck this. Being, nothing wrong with being the person behind. Uh-huh. But dancers work so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And they're probably the most underpaid, underrated people mm-hmm. on set or, you know, something like that. And I was like, fuck this. Like, I want to, I can do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I could do that. And um, yeah, so I, I literally quit. And I spoke to Rob Marshall, the director. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to come back one day and you're going to employ me. You're going to take me on as one of the leads. Okay. You know, so, and I quit. I told my, um, I told everyone my agent and everything. I quit and I literally just Wow. Stopped. Wow. I mean, mm. it's, that seems like, like, as you, as you keep talking about the way you kind of navigated life, you were very much a, like you're ready to drop something and just like go for what you want. I'm an all or nothing person yeah. in every aspect of my life. Yeah. Like if I'm going out on a weekend, I'm going out on a weekend. <laughs> you're like, like anything in my anyone that knows me is like I'm literally two gears, nothing or full full the fuck out. Full basically. throttle. Yeah. Charlie's angels full throttle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so like that is me. So when I decide something, I'm like I'm gonna go for it and I will drop everything else to go for it. That's amazing though. That I, like like you said, I think you're lucky in that sense because a lot of people don't would second guess themselves mm-hmm. like and wouldn't want to just like click into like we're gonna do this now. So, but you did it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times. There are lots of times I second guess myself and I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I've gone so far down. Oh my god, like you know, I think that's natural. But I think the message that I would say to anyone is like that's normal. If you don't have them little doubts, sometimes you know. Because that keeps you real. And I think sometimes that keeps the fear behind you that helps drive you. Yeah. As long as that fear is not in front of you, directing you. Mm -hmm. Fear of failure, fear of, you know, being worried about what you're doing. I think think that's a healthy thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but when you started getting into the music, I mean, you made that decision. How did you, like, did you know where to start? Like... I just started writing, um, I would download instrumentals, reggae, okay. reggae instrumentals. Okay. Um, that's how I first started, like reggae properly. Because um, where I come from, reggae was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I grew up listening to Bob Marley as well. Okay. So I'd download all these instrumentals and I would just start writing songs to them. I'm a MacBook Pro in GarageBand, record my vocals over the top of my headphones in, and I'd upload them to MySpace. Okay. And then, you know, I got uh, picked up by someone at Warner. They wanted to help me out. They want to help you out. All these fucking owners want to keep their fingers <laughs> in the pie, but none of them want to keep commit to you until something happens. Then they all want to be like, oh yeah, I helped that person. I always saw that mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. them. And that's kind of what happened to me. All these people started going, yeah, we don't want to sign you. We don't want to commit to you, but we're going to kind of help you a little bit. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how it started. Was there a moment where you were like, okay, it seems like it's actually working? For some reason, I had blind faith in the beginning. Yeah. I really felt I could do it. Uh-huh. I really, I don't know why. I just thought I can do this. Yeah. And I guess when they tried to sign me to Rocket, okay. which is Elton John's, mm-hmm. and Elton John called me, I was sat at home watching Jerry McCall, Jerry McCall, which is kind of like a Jerry Springer show. Okay. And my phone goes off and I'm like, hi, who's this? And he's like, it's Elton. Oh my I was God. Like, Elton who? <laughs> and he's like, Elton John. And I was like, no, fucking ain't. <laughs> I said, it ain't Elton John. It was like, <laughs> fucking is. And then, then it just dropped because it's got such a distinctive oh, voice. Oh, totally, yeah. I was like, fuck, it's Elton John calling me. <laughs> so that was a moment I thought, okay, like, I think I can get. Yeah, I mean, if 
uh, Elton John's giving you a stamp of approval. I think you're pretty good to go. Yeah, yeah I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I couldn't believe it. So that was a quite a definitive moment for me. And I mean, I feel like you're consistent with the uh, with your with your music and the way what you talk about. I mean, a lot of the time it's very. If you wanted to just listen to it off like a first listen mm-hmm. basis, it's very upbeat. Mm-hmm. You want to dance to it. It has like a nice vibe, but on the undertone of it, you really are letting your like leaving yourself bare and yeah. your emotions. Yeah, and really opening up in a lot of ways. Is that always something you were like, this is how I'm going to do it? Like, I think because for me, it's like I can't make up a scenario. Yeah. I don't relate to a scenario. And I think one of the things I've learned in music is people connect to vulnerability. Yes. I think vulnerability is the most, is the most powerful thing we can do as a human. And I think to be vulnerable is scary, mm-hmm. but it helps you connect to people. And realistically, we're on this earth to connect. Yes. And as humans, if we're not connecting... How can you be happy? You can't. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I just want to put my real life experience and I've gone through a hell of a lot. Yes. Like a hell of a lot. So I have a lot to write about. And just the way I write songs, I just write from my point of view, the stories that have happened to me, how I've overcome them, how I'm feeling. And I kind of just don't give a fuck if, if it comes across as a bit dark or whatever, mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'd rather have it some substance than go, right, hmm, let's pick a title. Uh, let's pick a title, Sunshine. Let's write about Sunshine. You know, that just doesn't appeal to me. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to do that. Yeah. But I need something with a bit more depth yes. to it. And that's why I like to write from that point of view. But I think that, no, you're right. People do want to hear the actual artist and their perspective. Mm. I think nowadays, I've, more so than I say, I think ever, like people want those connections. They're craving those connections. They want to feel like the actual yeah. person. It's not so like... Like, yeah, you could, like, present a certain thing to the world, but at the end of the day, we don't know who that the person is. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. not everything is going to be beautiful, wonderful daisies all the time. No, and I feel like we live this Instagram-filtered life. Yes. You know, we're a depressed society that's posting happy pictures. Yeah. You know, putting our, call it, like, your shop window. Yeah. It's perfect. And, and everyone's it. guilty of it. You know, absolutely, including myself, you know, and... We are scared to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. but and we ultimately want to feel like we're not alone. And I feel like it takes certain people, maybe that have got a platform or that have people watching, listening to them. I I do feel like it's our duty and their duty to spread that message of you're not alone, mm-hmm. spread that message of what you've gone through and how things have helped you. Because you know, even in just men alone, the whole thing of you know be a man yes you know like the highest rate of suicide is men Mm -hmm. you know they are the most at risk with suicide yeah we're taught from an early age like be strong don't do this don't Don't cry yeah don't you're the man bring the food on the table you know and i mean things are changing Mm -hmm. um i feel like with the younger generation oh for sure but i still feel like the younger generation at most at risk because this social media this toxic social media that we are on you know you have people posting and i'm guilty of it you know thotty pictures um <laughs> which i call you out on all the time i'm like i very much appreciate this but also bitch. Yes, yes but it's true if and if i'm honest it's because we crave attention yeah yeah we're a society that craves attention uh-huh. and if we don't and we it's like these likes it's like they release endorphins in us it's yeah. like we are a society that is addicted to likes. yes and we're so busy validating everyone else with these double taps, we forget to double tap ourselves mm-hmm. and validate ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like is why it's important to talk about 
the issues at hand. Yeah. But and uh, then in the was the conscious decision always to pair because I mean you do you do have you have released ballads and beautiful ballads and but you also a lot of a lot of them are like paired with very upbeat productions. Yeah. Was that something you were like I want I don't want yeah. this to be so No. Yeah. Because I think it's so easy to write a depressing song, yes. whack it on a piano, whack it on a slow guitar, yeah. and let's all, you know, sit and cry. Yeah. You know, which is great, which I love about my song Beautiful World. You know, mm-hmm. the type you know, the line being, I know it's a beautiful world, I just can't see it right now. There's no one here to hear me vent. But I know it's a beautiful world I just can't see it right now think it's good to you know have something you can i don't know like still get behind crying on the still, dance floor and, is yeah, what I call that. yeah and still for this you know this i don't know i can't even explain it this sort of escapism yeah and i feel like i like to be creative in that sense and, and just try also, and have that light and it's shape. therapeutic yeah. too you, yeah. need, you need to kind of like dance through the pain a little bit sometimes yeah and sometimes it's like not every sad story has to be a sad yeah mu- sad musically yeah and i think i like that i like that a lot and you released, I mean, five, you had five singles come out last year. Yes. Um, and were all those relatively, like, are in, made in 2019, or were they kind of like songs you were holding on to? They were made in 2018. Okay. Um, they were all from a certain period of time when I recently came out. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I had gone through a breakup, my mm-hmm. first relationship, the person I came out for kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through this whole thing, this whole change in myself of musically of where I've always been mm-hmm. I've just completely switched my whole style up um so they that was a body of work that came from a certain period of time yeah and you like this I want to put them out single by single I yeah. liked that yeah I kind of feel in a way and I don't want to say it in a sense because I feel like everything's part of your journey uh-huh. but I feel like I kind of lost myself in the sense of pain mm-hmm. and I kind of lost my sound a bit I'm proud of the work that I've done last year, mm-hmm. that I put out last year. But this year, I'm going back to my progressive pop. Okay. Because I feel like that's where I, you know, slash theatrical, slash 80s. That's kind of... Oh, that's exciting. That's kind of where I want to go back to, like, what I won't do, the 13 Reasons Why yes. soundtrack, Black Car, Dance, where mm-hmm. it's just a bit more, again, it's got that darker edge on it. That's where I kind of... I'm going back to because I feel like last year I kind of lost, not lost my, yeah, I guess I lost my way and started trying to write what I thought the industry wanted rather than staying true to myself. You know, that was a moment of doubt for me. That's a weird, I mean, it's a weird balance because you want it to reach as many people as you yeah. you would like to because that's obviously yeah. the point a lot of the mm-hmm. time. But yeah, but I don't think there's anything wrong in letting yourself play around mm. and try thing trying something new because i think a lot of times artists can pigeonhole themselves and sometimes it's you have to let yourself explore a little bit a hundred percent to kind of figure out what you actually want to do like all right so we did that so maybe let's try and do this now and there's lots of artists that do that like yeah i think lady gaga does that yes i think she's always trying to push herself yeah and give you something you don't expect and i respect that so much you know i respect that more 
then someone just brings out the same album. Exactly. The same songs. And great for them, mm-hmm. good for them. But for me, I love artists that are trying to push, change, evolve, try something else out. Yes. Play play dangerous. Yes. You know, not just play it safe all the time. That's the whole point. Because that's it. art to me. Yeah. That is art to me. And that is an artist for me. And yeah. there's a difference for me. That to me is somebody who's an artist that grows with time, grows with life, grows with their experiences. If they're in this certain point in their life, that's going to reflect on their music. Yeah. And I feel like that, that's what happened to me. The music I released last year was so different. I was even singing in a completely different place in my voice. You could almost think it was two different artists mm-hmm. because that was where I was at at, at that, that point in yeah. life. Yeah. So then you, you sound like you're really excited about this next step then. I'm super excited. Um, we're getting to release some music that I, I've been so desperate to release. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to progressive pop, okay. which is where I want to be. I would rather succeed. I would rather fail trying to push the boundaries mm-hmm. and trying to be different mm-hmm. than succeed following someone else yeah. and following somebody that isn't myself yeah. just because I think that's what people want. Yeah. And I think we're in a place of music right now where progressive pop is actually coming through. Like, you know, artists like uh, Billie Eilish. Yes. Realistically, a few years back, you'd never think her song would be on the radio. No, I know. But now it's everywhere. Yeah. And I think that's because people are starting to hear this music because the radio can't dictate anymore. Oh no! What we all. listen to, if anything, the streaming is now dictating kind of what the radio. Streaming is. has completely taken over. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a, it's like I kind of look at it like you know one of them big rivers with the crocodiles in the river, and you're the wildebeest, and and this is the green grass is the your audience. <laughs> you got to jump in that fucking water with like hundreds <laughs> of fucking crocodiles wanting to eat ya. And lots of people get eaten. And that music doesn't mean that music isn't great. No, yeah. There's so many songs out there that I've heard that I'm like, this is insane. Uh They're just not getting the platform. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem at the moment, I feel, for a lot of artists. It's like, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of songs being uploaded to Spotify. All the time. And Apple Music. It's endless. It's hard to keep up these days. But I feel like my advice, including my, and I have to keep reminding myself this, is that you just got to stay in the game. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. No matter how much, if a song doesn't, you know, it's not racking up millions. It doesn't mean your song ain't good. Yes. It just means you haven't had your moment yet. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I'm not sitting here preaching it to everyone else because I have to say it to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and you just have to keep going. Even if you're fucking hanging on with that little finger, you're in the game. You just got to keep going. Because look at people like Lizzo. That's been no, it's so true. She is a prime and... example. She released those songs so long ago. Two years later now, she's winning Grammys, performing everywhere. She's the biggest artist in the world. Right and now. I think people need to, you know, I think it's great that people share those stories. And I think every artist, I have so much respect for any person that goes and tries and chases Yeah, it keeps dream. going. It doesn't stop. I don't care about what people think about their talent or whether mm-hmm. they think they're good or not good enough. I think we've seen time and time again, you don't have to be, you don't have to be the best at what you do to succeed. I think mm-hmm. persistence yes. um, pays off and belief in yourself. Yeah. And I think that I, I have so much respect for anyone that chases their dream. Yeah. And you're doing it. You're, yeah. you're out here, you're doing it. Yeah. Maybe you're not like the, the household name everywhere or anything like that, but you keep going. You're, you're putting yourself out there. You're being vulnerable. You are letting yourself mm-hmm. be seen in a lot of ways. More so than I, I want to say, I could say about some artists out there, and it's great to see. And I think a lot of people look up to you in that sense, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm which excited. is nice to which is nice to know. It's always nice to know. Yeah. But like, I really want to um, not just like step in the side for music. 
I really want to help people if I can. Yeah. That's something I always love doing. With You're my already friends doing with it. Everyone, you You're know? already doing it. I, I don't like the idea of people suffering because I know what it's like to suffer. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've been in some really dark places and some really dark things have happened to me. And I'm a survivor from that. I'm not a victim. I, I've come through it. I want other people to know they're not alone. I want other people to know that situations can get better. I want other people to know there is help out there. And if I can do it, there's no reason why you can't. Exactly. You know, and that's important to me. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I it, it, Anytime you, I see you on your stories posting something uplifting or dark or something, I never see it as like a bad thing. I always see it like that's nice to see that someone just letting themselves feel something yeah. and just like putting it out there. Yeah. Because a mean, lot of people wouldn't do that. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. People, some people think I'm fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, and that's okay. I'm like, I'm okay with that because at the same time, it plays in my favor so much. Yeah. You know, I've got so many friends and I think that's because I can be vulnerable and I'm myself around. Mm -hmm. I'm myself, the same person, no matter who I'm around, mm -hmm. I will never change myself. Yeah. And if you don't like that, that's your problem. That's not my problem. As long as I always come from a place of love, good intention, you know, it, it, other people's opinions don't bother me. Yeah, they shouldn't. No. They ain't paying your bills. <laughs> my bills. <laughs> but maybe they will when they start streaming your songs. Yeah, I mean, maybe, they, maybe they are paying my maybe bills. Maybe they actually are paying your bills. <laughs> but is there any song in uh, particular that you're like, you're super excited to share with people? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can say. So okay, so no song title, but there's maybe... just some things we haven't sought out at the moment. Yeah, that I can't really, you know. I would love to just say to you, these are the things I want to, and I would love to, and I'll play you some after. But, but there is a there is a plan there in the works. There is a plan in the works. Yeah, and I'm super excited. <laughs> um, I'm super excited to get it out and just to see what the world thinks. Yeah, yeah, because I love it and it's it's different. But, are you already thinking about how you want to present it? Like, yeah. Have you put any thought into that? Yeah. I can give you that. I'm kind of like thinking 80s horror films. Ooh. You know, that kind of vibe. Um, something just more creative, something more theatrical. Yeah. Um, just something more atmospheric that mm -hmm. creates a world and there's an atmosphere around it. So you're not just buying into the music. You can buy into this kind of my life. Yeah, my, yeah. My world, my viewpoints, my brain, my imagination. Which I like that about artists. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what inspires me. That's what I like. Well, that's a, another half of it. Like, yeah, the music is always the foundation. Yeah. But yeah. you want to also like bring it to life in like a way that you feel that is appropriate to yourself. I feel like as an artist, it's so much more than music. Yeah. You know, people love, and about you, but when I like something, I get obsessed and then I'm on the internet, fucking Wikipedia, <laughs> fucking Google, you know, like you name it. I want to find everything out about it. I need more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like with music sometimes, like I'm a fan of a lot of songs, uh -huh. but I'm not a fan. Maybe I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of a lot of artists. You don't necessarily invest. I don't invest much. my time into a lot okay. of artists because I feel like they, there's nothing more there, uh -huh. you know, and that's fine because that's their choice to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I love it when an artist has a world. You know, like David Bowie, I love that. Prince had that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Gaga does oh, that. Totally. You know, and Sometimes I, we don't know what it is, but we're like, yeah, we're here for it. Yeah. <laughs> and like one of my favorite artists at the moment is 07 O Shake. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of. I feel like they just released an album, right? Yeah. She, the cover, she's signed to Kanye. The cover's like, like this robot. Album. Yes, yes. Okay. It, she's so good. And I'm, to correct me if I'm right, I think she's part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I have to do some more to look. Yeah, she's really dope. And 
I love her because she's creating this. She's there's an air around her, this mm-hmm. mystery that mm-hmm. I feel like really suits her music. I feel like the weekend is like that, yes, yes. which I love. You know, and like I said again, Gaga. I love that mm-hmm. when there's more, there's yeah. more to find. There's I can dig a little deeper. I can get to think and just enjoy what someone's created. So then when you go and see them live, mm-hmm. you're getting this experience. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not going to say anymore. But yeah, because <laughs> no, it's so hard. Because I sometimes. My brain's a bit, you know, I, my mouth runs quicker than my brain. And I don't wanna, <laughs> sometimes I don't, you know, my, I never intentionally want to offend anyone. So no, I yes, I understand. But no, that, that's exciting. I, I like that you are going to, in the works of planning on like yeah. this whole visual yeah, yeah. accompaniment with the yeah. music. That's exciting. Yeah. Because I feel like we need to see more of that from yeah. you too. Yeah. And I want to incorporate dance a bit more as well. Yeah. You, you are yeah. an amazing dancer. Thank you. Do Thank that. You. Yeah. So we're going to figure some shit out. And... Yeah. And I mean, I've, I, I, have, I, mean I've, I haven't been able to see you live, but I've seen just like through the videos mm-hmm. and stuff. And it looks so much fun. It looks like you're having so much fun. Yeah. So you, you need to be like, I want you to be like, you torn hitting up yeah. in New York City even though you don't love it so much and like <laughs> and like you got you gotta come you gotta come yeah no absolutely performing is one of my favourite things yeah and that's again why I love the more theatrical music that I'm creating because it allows me to give a show yeah because I come from theatre yeah so I understand that aspect you know when someone pays money to come and see you or invest their time which is so precious I want to take them away yeah from their day to that, that moment. Like, it's just, it's you're, you're, you're here with me and we're going to have a good time. Let me take you away from you. Whatever your troubles are, whatever your stresses are, my job is to take you away. And I, and I want to do that. And, yeah. You know, yeah, that's important. And have some fun with outfits and dancers. Yeah. 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 yeah I've done a performance recently and I had, well, that's that, what I'm referring yeah, to. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Like we had amazing dancers, amazing creative. A bit of a now. When it comes to the dancing, do you do you bring in the a choreographer and have them curate it for you, or are you kind of like I know how to do this? So. No, the performance we done last time, I had a choreographer come in. Okay, um, because it's choreography and being a dancer are two different things. Yeah. Being a dancer, you're learning someone's choreography. You're, you're told where to go, what to do. A choreographer, you're not just thinking about the dance moves. You're thinking about patterns, everything, size of the stage, the aesthetic. That's not right now something i have time to do Mm -hmm. in that sense or want to do necessarily um i think it's more important things for me to be focusing on i do have a say in sense do i like that yeah no do i like that yes i have i have a really big and i have an understanding of that um but yeah so i'm i am in I am in, I am very on the ball. I like to know what's going on, where's you're, what. You're involved. You're in I it. go down to rehearsals to make sure it's a certain kind of way. I'm not a hands-off person. I'm extremely hands-on in that sense. But no. it was given up. You are the master chef and, and you have your sous chef. You have all these other people. Which, cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and they're so important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're yeah. so important. You get the right people. Yeah. Because it really makes or breaks thing. Again, I think they're unsung heroes. Dancers yeah. are unsung heroes. Well, then 2020 already sounds super exciting. You've got some new music mm-hmm. in the works. There's a whole vision accompaniment coming along with yeah, it. Yeah. You're, I feel like you sound and feel good and are I happy feel good, in a good you know, place. Absolutely. And I don't want to sit here and be like, you know, life's so fucking great because there's yeah. a lot of stresses going on. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, there's still sometimes self-doubt. Yeah. And the reason I want to say that is, again, because there's other artists out there that will look, and if I'm sat here pretending, you know, Life's fucking great. We've got it all planned out. We don't know where we're going in mm-hmm. 2020. We don't know where I'm going to end up at the end of the year. We don't know if I'm going to make money. We don't know if the songs are going to connect. 
they're all worries we all have. And I think we have that at every level. My level where I'm at, whether you're at, say, fucking Adele's level, Taylor Swift's level, or you're getting ready to put out your yeah. first song, we're all in the same boat. We all are at that point. And I, again, so yeah, I am very excited. I'm very nervous. I am worried a little bit, you know, because it's my dream and yeah. I always want my dream to go well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, bring it on. Let's go. Let's yeah, roll go for it. it. Yeah. Fuck it. You've got nothing to lose. And if it all goes wrong, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> it's, well, I'm, I'm just uh, homeless. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be homeless, Gypsy on LA streets. Uh, you are, I think everything's going to be work out fine. You are, I, I, I think. People just gravitate towards your energy. I mean, I, I'm just sitting here. I could speak for for, for you. you, and um, I'm excited for everyone to hear everything you're working on. And I'm about to listen to some new music. Sorry, yes. everybody else, you'll be hearing it soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for talking. Yes, to me no, today. thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah, this has been Leon Else. Bye, adios. <laughs> <laughs>